Cape Talk. Ask Dr. Josh. All right, so before you can learn to forgive, you, you really need to know what forgiveness isn't. Uh, forgiving someone who hurt you doesn't mean that you condone what they've done, but it does give you the power to release the past and move on as challenging as it may be. So if you've been living with anger and resentment about past hurts, you feel that somebody has wronged you and you want to move on, but you're not quite sure how to forgive, uh, then listen up because tonight on Ask Dr. Josh, we'll be giving some tips on how to start the process of learning to forgive. And of course, as usual, we're joined by behavioural scientist and psychologist, Dr. Josh Claypo, all the way from the United States. Dr. Josh, great to have you with us again this evening. Hello, Sarah Jane. Hello, hello. All right, so what does real forgiveness look like? <laughs> Let's start with that <laughs> question. <laughs> well, it, it is extremely hard, and you made the point in your opening. Um, we, all, we all think about the virtues of it, and we all talk about, whether it's for religious practices or otherwise, you know, we say it's important to forgive, forgiveness, forgiveness, but there is this part of us um, that naturally tends to hold on and harbor the hurt feelings when somebody does something to, to, to harm us in any way. And so, to your point, forgiveness is it's actually a, a very egocentric or selfish thing, and what that means is it says, I am no longer going to hold on to the negative emotions, the hurt, the sadness that, that your acts, whoever you are, have caused. I'm going to let go. And it, it, it is easier said than done. But if you can do it, then what happens is you reap all kinds of psychological, social, and physical health benefits. And so besides morals and values, it has direct benefit to you to be able to truly, truly forgive. So you can, it actually improves one's health, forgiving. Oh, absolutely. It, it, again, if in fact you're truly forgiving, and, and to your point, this is not forgetting. This does not mean when I forgive you, if you Sarah Jane, if you have harmed me in some way, the only part about forgiveness that, that is authentic that I need to do is I need to say I am no longer going to sit and stew on the hurt feelings. I am going to let those go and let your act be something that has happened in the past. I may remember it. I may even remember it with hurt feelings, but I'm not going to carry it around every single day, day in and day out. Because doing that, creates more stress on the body, just ongoing low levels of stress, and the connection between stress and physical health is extremely well known. And so what you're basically doing is cutting loose this ongoing negative stressor that you can carry on for the rest of your life, and by doing so, you can improve your mood, and you can improve your overall physical health. Mm, good to know. So why then, uh, Dr. Josh, with all that in mind, do we find it so hard to forgive? Well, because if you think about it, we find it's easy to forgive minor, minor uh, conflicts. You know, somebody said something that wasn't so nice, or they insulted you, um, and, and, it, and it was a one-time deal, and you, you think about it for a while, you may stew on it for a while, and then you think, yeah, you know, it's not worth it. I forgive you. 
I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let it go. Sometimes we don't even say I forgive you, Sarah Jane. We just say to ourselves, I'm going to let it go. And essentially, when we say I'm going to let it go, that's forgiveness. That's easy. It is harder when the pain, the hurt is either ongoing or something huge, um, abuse, um, uh, infidelity or betrayal, um, ruining of your reputation, you name it. The, the harder the act, the more painful the act, the more that it is ingrained in our memory banks. And what we have a hard time doing is separating the memory of it from the ongoing emotion. Sometimes we're not even thinking about it, and the the negative emotion is still there. Mm, mm, Indeed, indeed. Uh, Is it ever okay not to forgive somebody? Uh, Does it ever serve us not to forgive somebody? Because you're speaking about forgiveness as being um, a a sort of a selfish, in a a way, act. But does it ever... Is it ever okay not to forgive somebody, or is it just not self-serving? It just we just end up hurting ourselves. Well, that's a, that's a good point. If you define forgiveness as the letting go of of the emotion and the the pain that you are carrying, then yes, I would argue it's never a good idea to not forgive mm. because of just that reason. Because if you've harmed me. And you have moved on and doing whatever you're doing in your life. You've done the act. You've harmed me. And now I'm walking around with sorrow and pain and stress and guilt and trauma. Guess what? I hate to say this. Now it's my problem, not mm. your problem anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so, so it is completely okay, Sarah Jane, to never forget, number one. It is completely okay for whatever the event is or the, uh, the occurrence, it's okay and it will bring up bad emotion. But carrying them around all the time now becomes a burden that you place upon yourself. And I know people hate to hear that, but you do place it upon yourself because you are the one that, are, that, that is perpetuating the emotion as compared to the person who engaged in the act. If if somebody's wounded us unintentionally, then is it is it unfair not to not to forgive them? Even if whatever this, this person did, even if you want to, um, even if you you want to forgive but you can't, it seems like even if somebody's wounded you unintentionally or harmed you unintentionally, it seems terribly unfair um, for, for them not to forgive. Yes, if, if they've if they've wounded you unintentionally, yeah, yeah, and that happens all the time. We we have people who who misunderstand us. There's miscommunication. I see this all the time in the states in the corporate world. So, and I see it in relationships as well. So much miscommunication and misinterpretation, but it's never discussed. So what ends up happening is somebody says something or does something that makes us feel bad. They may, they may seem to have wiped us off or not pay attention to us or rejected us in a relationship. And for all, as far as they're concerned, they haven't done anything wrong. They were just moving on or moving on to the next job or moving on to the next relationship. There was no ill intent. But we, we are the ones who are hurt. And now nothing gets said between the two. We don't tell them that they have hurt us. They didn't mean to hurt us. 
And again, I go back to the same thing. What ends up happening is we're the one who carries on with the emotion. And the longer that we hold on to that emotion, and the, the more that we harbor it, and two things happen. One, the negative health effects and the negative it impacts our mood. But here's the other thing, Sarah Jane. We start making new narratives. We start defining the story differently. Mm. We may say, well, they meant every word that they said. They meant to harm us. They may have not. We don't know. And we create a narrative that then perpetuates how negative the event is. Yeah. Yeah. If you are just joining us, we're talking to Dr. Josh tonight about forgiveness. Are there times when we shouldn't forgive? We want to hear from you. Have you been wronged? Has somebody harmed you? Maybe you're trying to get past uh, your anger, your hurt. And should we always forgive? I'd love to hear your opinion on that tonight. Uh, perhaps you've been wronged, wronged and have been uh, angry and resentful for a long time. Are you perhaps having a hard time letting go and forgiving? Do join the conversation tonight, please. Give us a call on 021 Five six seven. The SMS line is three one five six seven. Or of course, you can join the conversation by sending us a voice note to oh seven two five six seven one five six seven. All right. So we've had a message in um, from Luca who says, "I'm trying to forgive this guy that I've been on and off with for almost six years for what he's done to me. I still love him with all my heart, but how can I learn to forgive him?" So, is is forgiveness something that we learn, Doctor Josh? Oh, absolutely. And in fact, I'm going to share with you, there's, there's actually quite a bit of research uh, in this area on how to learn the skill of forgiveness uh, from the psychological research from someone in particular named uh, Dr. Everett Worthington. Um, and he's really come up with an entire system for, for learning how to forgive. And the reason, let me say this, James, he came up with this because, and I believe it was in the late 90s, his mother, this guy was a psychologist and a researcher, his mother was brutally murdered, and he couldn't get past it. I mean, it pummeled him. Of course he was grieving, but the amount of anger and resentment that he felt for, obviously, and understandably for this person who murdered his mother, it, it absolutely ruined him. And so what he started figure, trying to figure out was, how, how do I get over this? You know, how do I get past this? I'm clearly not going to forget, but how do, I, how do I let go of those emotions? And for him, the idea of being able to forgive really was this idea of letting go of the emotions. And he's got this five quick steps. I wouldn't say they're simple. Mm. Five quick <laughs> steps that you can kind of work your way through to help, to help uh, teach yourself how to forgive. Okay. And they are? They are. The first one is to what he calls recall. And, and this is what I was talking about is in terms of the narrative that we paint. One of the things that's super important, whatever the event was that you feel harmed you, it's important to try to recall the facts of the situation as, as objectively as possible. This is really hard, but instead of saying, you know, he intended to hurt me or she intended to smear my reputation, Stick to the behaviors. What actually happened? He said this. She said this. Make no inferences and just stick to the facts. Think about the event that way. Because what that does is it already starts to remove some of your emotions. Now you're just looking at the act. The second thing is to empathize. This is a whole other can of worms. But the idea is, and I was alluding to this earlier, try to understand the situation 
from the other person's point of view. What I mean is, you know, when people harm us, they either harm us unintentionally, they harm us out of fear, insecurity, or due to their own problems. This is not that you have to join with them, but it's important to start thinking about it in terms of why did they do this and essentially what's wrong with them that would cause them to do this. That's the two, that's the two mental strategies that you have to engage in. Oh, but that's, t- so that's, that's tough. That, that level of empathy is, is tough, right? Yeah, okay, yeah. Well, and, it's, and again, this is not, it's not complete empathy, right? All I'm saying is instead of saying, I know they did this because they're evil, it's trying to say, I wonder why they did this, and could it be that something is wrong with them, something is hurting them? That's the empathy. Okay. Now, the, the next one is called an altruistic gift of forgiveness. This is super tough, but Ooh. what it basically says is, I am going to let the emotion go. I'm going to forgive you. I don't expect anything in return. Whether you tell the person you forgive them, if you're in a position to do that, or if you simply are doing it internally, there's no strings attached. They may never apologize. They may never change. But the altruistic gift means you're letting go regardless of whether they do the right thing or not. And that's that's really tough. Yeah. Related to that is then the idea of committing to it. And basically what that says is whether you're writing a letter, whether you're writing a piece of paper, whether you're doing it verbally, instead of just in your mind, actually committing to, I am going to forgive this person, and by doing so, I'm going to let the painful emotion know. Final thing is to hold on to it. What that means is there are going to be times, anniversary dates, situations, triggering situations, where you want to reverse that forgiveness. You want to say, forget it. (laughs) I take it back. Mm -hmm. As much as you can hold on to it, then the longer, the more powerful the health benefits. All those things, Sarah Jane, are very tough, but what they serve for us is a is a structure or a guideline for how to stay on the forgiveness path path versus just saying, you know, I forgive and now I'm just going to move on. That's really hard to do. This is a structured way of doing it. Okay. Okay. So that is the the acronym is REACH. R for recall the hurt. E for empathize with your partner. A for the oh, for the <laughs> altruistic gift. Yeah. Uh, C for commit. And H hold on to forgiveness. Luca, I hope that that helps you in some way. Uh, we've had another message in. I want to remain anonymous, please. Twenty five years ago, I had a brief affair with my sister's husband. She found out ten years ago and has refused to speak to me ever since. I've realised that she may never forgive me, but how do I come to terms with that? So this is the shoe being on the other foot, where you essentially are the person who has wronged somebody, but you have to come to terms with the fact that perhaps you may not be forgiven. Yes, well, this is, and now it switches to forgiving yourself, mm. which we struggle, we struggle with almost as much as forgiving someone else. So the idea here is, like she said, she feels terrible. She acknowledges that she has done wrong. Um, I don't know if she reached out to her sister or not. In other words, an attempt at an apology. Mm-hmm. And and at that point, what you have to do is you have to separate the scar or the wound from the living and the functioning. What I mean by that is this. You have to forgive yourself 
for this transgression that you've caused or that you, you engaged in by saying, I am no longer going to let my guilt, my sadness, my remorse, whatever it is, take over my whole life. It will always be a pain for me, pain meaning a, a sad or a, a guilt, a hurt. It will always be a scar, but I'm going to allow myself to live and, and um, appreciate the things. Uh, sorry, appreciate the things that that are good about me, and 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 it, it it works exactly the same way. You will always have it. You will always remember it. But what she's asking, and what a lot of people feel, is that transgression, that big mistake, takes over their whole life. Mm-hmm. And what you have to do is you have to say, I've, I've repented, I'm remorseful, I've tried to do everything I can do, it will forever be a wound, but I am going to move on with my life because I bring value to my life beyond my transgression. I suppose also, just because if if somebody is... Oh, and this this is very difficult. But but you almost and I suppose this is what you're saying. You have to put aside the the incident and and process it within within yourself and not even make it about the other person. While I'm sure that you must feel terrible that that, that this happened, you can't change the past. I guess that's one thing, and you can't your forgiveness of self can't be dependent on that on your sister's forgiveness of you. Would I be right, Doctor Josh? That's exactly right, and this is. It's the exact opposite of what we were talking about. So the idea is, if somebody has has wronged me, I can't be dependent on what they're going to do or what they've done, and I can't let that rule my life in terms of my emotions. I mean, here's the strangest thing about this, Sarah Jane, and I know know your listeners are going to think this, I believe this sometimes. It's so hard to wrap our head around. The emotions that we carry in our day-to-day life, particularly around an event that has already happened, so it's not ongoing, that burden is now on us. Mm. We control that. The person who hurt us no longer controls. If you hurt me three weeks ago, Sarah Jane, how I feel right now in this moment is due to me. It's up to me. Hmm. It's my emotion. And I know that that's hard. And again, people will say, oh, you got to be kidding me. What I'm saying is that the control over it is ultimately in our hands. And so by practicing some of the things that I'm talking about, what you end up doing, whether it's giving the forgiveness to a person or forgiving yourself, is you're essentially saying, I am going to come to some sort of resolution so that this painful emotion and memory does not encompass my entire life. And if you think about people who've been in abusive relationships, people who have been uh, prisoners of war, people who have been kidnapped or abducted or any of those things for long periods of time, they're the ones who are able to do that. Because if you can't, now you succumb to the traumatic experience, and that traumatic experience, which has happened in the past, now lives in your reality that you control. You control. It's not your fault, but you do control it. Oh, this is this is a tough one, and and I think 
that that when we think of, also when we think about f- forgiveness so so often we are focusing of course on on the person that's wronged wronged and that that has wronged us you mentioned abusive relationships there is it possible to forgive somebody and yet protect yourself from them hurting you again and i'm thinking of situations where somebody may be in a in an abusive relationship but not yet in a position already to leave um the hurt is being caused continually but mm-hmm. is it possible to forgive if you're not going to leave that relationship, is it possible to forgive but also protect yourself from any further harm being caused yeah, without leaving? It's super hard. It's very hard when the events are ongoing. Um, you know, if you're in the middle of it. So, so if you think about it, I can forgive you. Forgive, I can let the emotion go for the event that happened today. But then if another one happens tomorrow and another one happens tomorrow and tomorrow, in that kind of situation, Sarah Jane, we very often, um, people fall into kind of two modes. They either go into protective mode by, by anger and um, sort of harboring ill will, and that's actually a protective mode. Or, you know, as we've seen in more prisoners of war, the whole Stockholm Syndrome. And you see this in abusive relationships, too. There's some strange paradoxical connection. He has abused me, and I feel closer to him. I feel connected to him because in the times that he hasn't abused me, now I feel like he's doing good. And so I guess my point is, in the midst of a trauma, um, particularly if it's an intense trauma, it may be extremely hard to forgive in that moment. Because our natural defense mechanisms, our survival mechanisms, are are riding stronger than our more logical, rational, emotional control mechanisms. It's more hardwired. So mm. I think it's definitely difficult. It's it's easier when there is a separation. You can say for the abusive relationship, you harmed me. It caused me great pain. I I. I'm going to let those emotions go. I'm going to forgive you, meaning this is your burden to bear. It's not my burden to bear anymore, and I am going to essentially move on. That's much easier to do when there's some time and separation. Mm, for sure, for sure. Uh, we're talking to Dr. Josh tonight about forgiveness. Are there times when we shouldn't forgive? And, and what does it mean uh, when we are unable to forgive? Perhaps that you are somebody uh, who's been wronged and have been angry for a, a really long time, but you're having a hard time uh, learning how to forgive the person uh, who you feel wronged you. Or perhaps you are desperate for somebody else's forgiveness uh, and you would like to get some advice uh, from us or from Dr. Josh tonight. You can give us a call on 021 021- Four four six zero five six seven. You can send a voice note or uh, SMS to zero seven two five six seven one five six seven, or an SMS to three one five six seven. As Maria in Belleville South has done, Maria says that I had an argument with my dad and stormed out of the house a day before he died. I can't forgive myself for being so angry with him. Oh, that's tough, Maria. Yeah, uh, I, I, you know, it's funny that you bring that up. Um, I've probably had. I don't know, in my career, a hundred instances of that that I can think of uh, or more of the the arguments, the blow up, and then the person passed and they never had the time to reconcile. Um, this is one where it's essentially, Sarah Jane, depending on what the argument was, I don't, you know, obviously I don't know the specifics, mm, mm. it's essentially 
both forgiving, potentially forgiving her father, maybe for whatever made her upset, and then forgiving herself, forgiving herself for storming out um, uh, and not reconciling before he passed. Mm. It's a lot of mental work. But what I would say to people is this. You, you kind of have two choices. You can ask yourself, am I, with the feelings that I'm having right now about what this person did or maybe the guilt over my transgression, am I able to live my life? Am I able to live my life reasonably well? Because if I can't, then that's a choice that I'm making. What I'm doing is I'm choosing to either let self-loathing, self-pain, or the pain of somebody else dictate however many days, weeks, months, years that I have left on this earth. And in that way, what you have to ask yourself is, is that the way that I want to live? Hmm. Whether I've messed up or somebody has done something terrible to me, how do I want to live my life in this day? And if my guilt or if the pain for someone else is becoming all-encompassing, then ultimately, as harsh as that sounds, that is my burden to bear. I can either bear it, or I can learn to change the way I think about the situation so that I can live better. It's that simple. It's that simple. Living better, I think that is the, that's the key. Josh, it's been great to have you on again. Thanks so much for, for helping us out with this really tough topic, I think. Forgiveness is, is a really difficult one. We'll chat to you again next week. Thanks so much. Thank you, Sergio.